Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! You're listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest of music from all over the world. Please welcome your host, Greg Howard Jr. Please join me in welcoming singer, songwriter, three-time platinum producer and engineer, Airports. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for being here. So, so tell me what is what is out from you right now that everybody should be listening to. Well, I just released my new single called "Need You Here," and it is kind of like punk or pop punk meets drum and bass. So, a bit of an interesting blend of genres. If if you had to uh, describe the new single using only one word, what would it be? Innovative. Uh, who is an artist that uh, if they if they popped into the Zoom right now and said, I need you to go on tour with me right this minute, who are you who are you dropping everything for? Um, the first artist that comes to mind, um, to be honest, would be Skrillex, even though like I'm not exclusively making EDM. Um, he's just like one of my favorite artists. I love his sense of innovation with like every genre he touches and the way he just blends like feelings and different styles of music and puts it together and yeah i think i mean i don't know if i would be applicable for his tour but um i mean he has toured with bands and stuff so you never know what is one thing that you would change about the music industry if you could probably how much we're paid (laughs) for streaming (laughs) uh in general actually i i watched that um the playlist on netflix and it's like about spotify and it gave me more of an insight of why like streaming royalties are so low, but um, that, that's a whole thing. You have to research it yourself if you want to find out. From the minds that brought you the smash hit podcast, Your Life, the Mixtape and Headliners comes Your Life, the Mixtape magazine, a free monthly digital magazine that focuses on music, culture, and social commentary on current news and events. Visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today. What's a venue that uh, you would give anything to play? Anything. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I need to play a venue that bad, but um, 
I mean, I guess like the goal for everyone, especially out there, would be like Madison Square. Um, uh, but to be honest, I'm just happy to play a room that's vibing, like a, a good room full of people just enjoying themselves is always a good thrill and it's funny because when when you get people like artists that are at that level playing that bigger shows they often crave that like smaller venue vibe that you get on the come up so what do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process uh snacking too much uh overthinking overthinking the lines or yeah oh well i mean that's part of crafting it that's how you get there. Um, I would say abandoning second verse sometimes. And I, I find that that's the one that I write later. So I'll be in a, rest, a writing session and we'll do like chorus, first verse, maybe a bridge. But that second verse always stays not finished until I go home and then I play with the stems and then I do it later, but I don't know what it is. It's just like I never like doing the second verse the first in in the first session. So describe your music using only colors and shapes. Yeah, okay. Black background, purple, red neons, shapes, um, maybe like a triangle, lots of triangles in in a symmetrical pattern. I don't have synesthesia, so I'm not great at this. <laughs> that was actually a fantastic answer you're the first person to ever give like a background color oh okay well that's that's the context that's the setting yeah do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer definitely an artist um but i mean you know when you are on stage the job is to entertain so i i think most Artists would be both, but I would say artists first because I love the process of creating a piece of work and then presenting it to the world. Hello there. I, I want to take a moment to talk to you about Dear Dean magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favorite subscription only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber-generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognized journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up Tell me about the uh, moment in your career that you're most proud of. Um, I think recently I, I went to London last month and 
just got a lot done. And I felt like I really reinvigorated a sense of myself and my artistry and got just really locked in, which maybe I haven't for a long time to that degree. Um, and I mean, I guess it's cool having like the being part of like a platinum record. I was, I, I lent some production to like a massive J-pop group um, that, and that's, that's how the, that album went triple platinum. Um, so that was really cool to be part of very, very thankful to be part of that one. Uh, what was, what was the moment that you decided that you wanted to pursue music? So I think I was like, four years old and my dad who is actually a, a country and rock and roll singer he got me up at one of his gigs and I sung the Ghostbusters theme just acapella and I think that first hit of like audience appreciation even though it was just like a, a pub full of like old people <laughs> but the the hit of it and the I, I guess being seen and heard in that way and you know, being received when I sung, it it, it just, a, you know, pivotal moment. <laughs> so if you could go back in time to that exact moment, would you do anything differently in your career after that? My career from four years old? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, as I got older, um, as an adult, I think like just knowing now, how to go about relationships better, like just, you know, making sure that not having like an ego coming into everything with gratitude and, and humility and making sure that like uh, more, I'm more polite to people, just more like people dynamics. That's probably what I would change. What are you most creative? In the shower. <laughs> um, there's always those shower thoughts and I come up with like a good line or something um, or when I'm like a bit sleepy um, but but generally when I'm just like out there living life and, you know, having experiences, meeting people, going to places on the go, I think that's when my mind just gets to a place where it comes up with ideas because of scenarios. So if if this uh, interview turned into kind of like a tiny desk concert type thing, um, what song would you open your set list with um at the moment i have a song called loser that i've been opening my sets with um because it's kind of like the release version is very like pop bedroom pop but the live version is very pop punk and i like that it's a bit different and it like opens the show with like some upbeat playfulness um yeah i'd say that one what advice would you give to the next generation of artists um practice self-awareness and empathy and do your inner work uh working on yourself before going out and trying to heal yourself by becoming popular or successful <laughs> if if you had an extra hour in the day what would you do with it sleep i definitely always <laughs> need more sleep <laughs> that's for sure so i ideally um what would you like for people to take away from your music? I think my music for me is catharsis and I just want the listener to also get their own version or form of catharsis from songs. I mean, not every song is like a 
super deep moment, but um, either either fun, you know, energy, or catharsis, as in connecting something, having it mean something to them, um, having being heard. I would say my songwriting is a way of me ha- using my voice to be heard, and I would hope that the listener feels understood and heard through the song as in it becomes a little voice for them in that moment for whatever they're going through. So uh, tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on your music. Yes. You can find me on Spotify. It's airports with plural S and uh, social media. Instagram is airports music. All the social media handles are airports music. Um, And that's about it. Well, thank you uh, so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about you and talk to me about your music. I've I've enjoyed this a lot. Thank you very much, Greg. I appreciate it. Cheers for having me. Thanks for listening to Headliners. We'll be back next week with an all new episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For more information about the show, visit us at www.yourlifethemicstate.com. Headliners is a Spring Break 83 production in association with Rodwarton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved.